in your presence is where he must be. Hallelujah. So praise y'all. We're gonna be on today. We start again, you all on, on, on um on the book of 2 Samuel. And we're gonna start today in chapter 21. David avenges the Gibeonites. Hallelujah. Now earlier today, earlier today we we, 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 we brought up, we mentioned uh <clears throat> the Gibeonites. What we call the, the, the Gibeonites. Oh, the Gibeonites deception. How they how, how they Tell to my told Justin they brought all this stuff from a long time ago, from a long way. But everything they had already put on put was old. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and let's pray. We're gonna dive into second Samuel 21 and we're gonna look into this story, y'all, to see what's going on. So we thank y'all, man. We thank you, Yahuwah, for just again your word. Thank you, Yahuwah, for being good to us, for being our strength, for being our salvation, for you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? For you are the strength of our life, Almighty. For whom shall we be afraid? Nothing. Nobody, no thing, because we have you. You are our guide. You are a way maker. And Almighty, we thank you for being a way maker. Thank you for making a way for us. Thank you for giving us the victory. Thank you for allowing us to overcome. Thank you, y'all, for, for the conviction of our sins. Thank you, y'all, for bringing out things, even helping us see David as being a man to your own heart. You know, kind of learning your heart, learning what you are about as well. We thank you. And we just give you the praise in Yahushua HaMashiach's name. We praise you and we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So praise Yah for his mercy, his loving kindness, and his compassion toward us. As the songwriter says, great is your mercy toward me. So y'all, we're going to be on 2 Samuel today. Um, it's going to be a pretty good lesson. Let's go ahead and read it. We'll do a, we'll do a little review real quick before we dive off into it too, too tough. Uh, just to kind of see where we are in this. In your presence is where we must be. All right. Second Samuel 21, beginning at verse 1. says, Then there was a famine in the days of David, three years, and year after year. And David inquired of Yah, and Yah answered it, and Yah answered, it is for Saul and for his bloody house, <clears throat> because he slew the Gibeonites. And the king, and the king, and, the, and find it for me, Isaiah, Saul, Saul slew, slew the Gibeonites. So we did as well. And the king called the Gibeonites and said unto them, Now the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel but of the remnant of the Amorites. And the children of Israel had sworn unto them, and Saul sought to slay them. Excuse me. And Saul sought to, sought to slay them in his zeal to the children of Israel and Judah. Wherefore David said unto the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And wherewith shall I make the atonement, that you may bless the inheritance of Yah? And the Gibeonites said unto him, we will have no silver nor gold of Saul, nor of his house. Neither for us shall I kill any man in Israel. And he said, what, 
what ye shall say, what ye, what ye shall say, that will I do for you. And they answered the king, the man that consumed us, and they devised against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the coast of Israel. Let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us, and we will hang them up unto Yahuwah in Gibeah of Saul, when Yahuwah did choose, and the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the, the son of Jonathan, uh, the son of Saul, because of Yahuwah's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. But the king took the two sons of, 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 of Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, who, who, whom she bare unto Saul, Armani, and, Mitzvah, and, 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 and Mephibosheth, the five sons of Michal, the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzilla, the 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 me the me the me and he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they were hanged, them in the hill before Yahuwah, and they fell all seven together, and were put to death in the days of harvest, in the first days, in the beginning of barley harvest. And Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, took sackcloth and spread and spread it upon her, upon upon and spread it for her upon the rock from the beginning of harvest until the water dropped out, until the water dropped upon them out of the heaven, and suffered the birds of the air to rest on them day by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. <clears throat> and it was told David what Rizpah, the daughter of Ahiah, the concubine of Saul, had done, and. And David and David went and took and David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, from the men of Jabesh Gilead, which had which had stolen them from the street of Beth Shan, where the Philistines were hanged, where the Philistines had hanged them, when the Philistines had slain Saul and Gibeah and Gibor. And he brought up and he brought up from thence the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son. And they gathered and they gathered the bones of them that were hanged. And the bones of and the bones of Saul and Judge his son buried they in the country of Benjamin in Zelah, in the sepulchre of Kish, his father. And they performed all that the king commanded. After that, Elohim was entreated for the land. Moreover, the Philistines had yet the Philistines had yet went, had yet war again with Israel. And they went down in his service with him. And fought against the Philistines, and David and David waxed faint. And Isbosh and Ishbi Beno, Ishbi Beno, which was which which was the sons of, of the giant, the weight of whose spear weighed three hundred uh, shekels of brass in weight. He being girt with a new sword, thought to have slain David. <clears throat> but Abishai, the son of Zeruah, secured him and smote the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt go no more out with us to battle, that thou quench not the light of Israel. And it came to pass after this that there was again a battle with the Philistines in gold. Then Sabichai, the Hushtite, slew Saph, which was of the sons of the giant. And there was again a battle in gold with the Philistines, where Elohan, the, the son of Jah, Jah, 
Jareo regime. A Bethlehemite slew the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, the staff of whose spirit was like a weaver's beam. Ooh. And there was yet a battle in Gath, where was a man of great stature that had on every hand six fingers, and on every foot six toes, four and twenty in number. And he also was born of the giants. And when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shemiah, the brother of David, slew him. These four were born to the giants in Gath and fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servant. Praise you. I know a man that used to go down to to him when he was a descendant of the giant because he had six fingers. Not really, but, he also, but he also would say he was part of Israel. You can't be part of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, you know, I was just thinking about that. Hmm. Or what? Second Samuel to 22, what? Oh. So, it's not in the Bible, you all. Um, it's not. It's not in the Bible where uh, Saul slew the Gibeonites. Did y'all know that? Well, it's not in this Bible. Um, we looked. But I'm gonna show you what was I'm gonna show you what the problem was as far as why there was a famine. Not 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 just necessarily because Saul slew the um the Gibeonite, but because of the league that was made with them. They had to keep their word. Remember, we we, we read we read earlier today in the book of Joshua. <clears throat> go to it. Joshua 10. What was it? Joshua 9. When the, the Gibeonites, the Gibeon, the Gibeonites deception. Um, remember that remember they um let's 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 look at uh let's look at Joshua 9 and 1. And it came to pass when all the kings which were on this side of Jordan in, in the hills and in the valleys and in all the coasts of the great sea over against Lebanon. Excuse me, Lebanon, the Hittite and the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite heard thereof. Then they gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua and with Israel with one accord. And when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard, heard what Joshua had done unto Jericho and to Ai, they did willy work. And made it as if they had been ambassadors and took old sex upon their asses <clears throat> and wine bottles, old and rent and bound up, and old shoes, and climbed upon their feet, and old garments upon them, and all the bread of the provision was dry and moldy. And they went to Joshua unto the camp of Gilgal and said unto uh, and said unto him, and to the men of Israel, We be more, we we be come from a far country, now therefore make you a league with us. So these men, they they they, they come to deceive Israel. They, they come to deceive Israel to become part of Israel so that Israel would not kill them or would not get rid of them. So they made a covenant. The word league is also the Hebrew word bereath, means they made a covenant with Israel. And they, and they was telling, so, so when Joshua was talking to them, Joshua said, well, hey, let's, let's read it. And the men of Israel said unto, unto, the, unto the Hivites, period venture you dwell among us and how should we make a league with you? You dwell among us. How should we make a league with you? 
And they said to Joshua, we are thy servants. And Joshua said to them, who are ye? And from whence come ye? And then they lied to him. And they said unto him, from a, from a very far country, thy servants are come because of the name of Yahuwah, thy mighty one. For we have heard the fame of him and all that he did in Egypt and all, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites that were beyond Jordan to Sihon, king of Heshbon, and to Old, king of Bashan, which was at Ashtoreth. Wherefore, our elders and all, our and all the inhabitants of our country spake to us, saying, Take victuals with you for the journey and go to meet them, and say unto them, We are your servants, now therefore make a league with us. So they 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 they, they lied, telling Joshua they came from a long way, and, and they hear what they've done, and the elders, you know, um, you know, got them, got them uh told them to come and come and let know that we that, that they were Israel's service, our service. But now, and so they tell them, this is our bread we took hot for our provision. Now we see when they forget the bread, the bread was already molded. They got a bunch of old food, old clothes, and old everything to take it to Israel to make sure that they came from a far away when it was really close to them. Uh, this our bread we took hot for our provision out of our houses on the day we came forth to go unto you. But now, behold, it is dry and it is moldy. And these bottles of wine which we which we feel were new. And behold, they be rent. And these are our garments and our shoes are become old by reason of a very long journey. And the men took of the and the men took of their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of Yah. So they took the victuals from them. They didn't ask y'all what should they do. They didn't ask y'all, you know, should they do this? Or, you know, they didn't ask y'all, are these men lying to us? They just took the meat. They believed what they said. They took the victuals. They didn't pray about it. And Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant, a league with them to let them live. And the princes of the congregation swear unto them. Y'all see that? So once, once Joshua there made a covenant and made a league with them, now they're obligated to them. They got to protect them. They got to defend them. They got to be there for them because once they become a part of Israel, you got you, 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 you to be there for them. The same law applies to everybody now, right? And it came to pass at the end of the three days after, after they had made a league with them and they heard that they were their neighbors and that they dwelt among them. Hmm. And the children of Israel journeyed and came into their cities on the third day. Now the, their cities were Gibeon and Chef Parah and Beroth and, 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 and Kirjath Jarim. And the children of Israel smote them not. Why? Because the prince of the congregation had sworn unto them by Yahuwah Elohim Yasharal. And all the congregation murmured against the princes. But all the princes said unto the congregation, We have sworn unto them by Yahuwah, mighty one of Israel. Now therefore we may not touch them. This we would do to them. We would not, we would even let them live, lest wrath be upon us because of the oath which we swear unto them. And the princes said unto them, Let them live. But let them be hewers of wood and drawers of water into all the congregation, and the princes had promised as the princes had promised them. Then Joshua called for them and spake unto them, saying, Wherefore have ye beguiled us 
saying we are very far from you when you dwell among us. Now, therefore, you are cursed, and there shall be none of you freed from being bondmen and hewers of wood and drawers of water for the house of my mighty one. And then answered Joshua and said, because it was certainly told thy servants how the Yahuwah, your mighty one, commanded his servant Moses to give all the land and to destroy the all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Therefore, we were so afraid of, of our lives because of you and have done this thing. And it, and now, behold, we are in thine hand. As it seemed good and right unto thee, do so unto us, uh, to, uh, to, to do unto us do. So did he unto them and delivered them out of the hand of the children of Israel, and they slew them not. And Joshua made them that day hewers of wood, drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of Yahuwah, even unto this day in the place which he should choose. So let so y'all see y'all hear this story. So let's go back over here to Numbers, I mean to 2 Samuel 21. So this is why they had the famine, because Saul broke the covenant. They couldn't touch him. They could put their hands on him. They had to let him live because of the oath they swore before Yah. You know, that, that's why, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very good that we don't need to understand it about every decision that we maybe need to pray about because we can wind up and say we're going to do something or somebody in our family say they're going to do something, not teaching us, or we can wind up breaking Yah's word and it can be a, become a penalty for us and we can be going through things, having trouble in our life and problems going on based on an oath somebody else swore. And us not listening to it, breaking heed, something that we said we're going to do for Yah, not doing it. And then we got to see the consequences. That, that's what happened. So then, so then let's look at this again. Second Samuel 21 and 1. Then there was a famine in the days of David. Three years. It took David three years to ask what's going on. And there was in, and there was a famine in the days of David. Three years, year after year. And David inquired of Yah, and Yah answered, It is for Saul and his bloody house. Because he slew the Gibeonites. Saul broke the oath. As I said, he could have been studying, or he didn't care. And so David prayed and asked Yah, What's going on? Why is there a famine? Because remember, they're supposed to be in the land of what? Of milk and honey. And as long as they're doing right, as long as they're living for Yah, as long as they're seeking Yah's face, then what's supposed to happen? Blessings. Provision supposed to come for them. Rain. You know, in the time of rain, everything's supposed to work right because that's supposed to be the blessing and promise of Yah. And David was the king of Israel who was called a man to Yah's own heart. And he had already repented years ago about, about what happened between him and Bathsheba and Uriah. And, it, and this right here is not what y'all said to him about the curse, he said, it's going to never leave your house. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give, you know, your, 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 uh, your wife to your neighbor. We've seen that come to pass, right? But we didn't see y'all say, say, well, you know, I'm going to put a family in the land. Because that's not what y'all said. So when David prays and asks y'all what's going on, then y'all said it's because of Saul and his and for his bloody house. Saul, Saul, Saul slew the Gibeonites. And the king called the Gibeonites and said to them, Now the Gibeonites were not the children of Israel, but they were the remnant of the Amorites. Remember? 
We just read it, and the children of Israel has sworn unto them. We can't touch it. We made a promise. They'll be hewers of wood. They're gonna be workers for. They're gonna they, they're gonna draw water. They're gonna they're gonna work for the house of Yah. But we can't touch them because now if they do, they broke. They will break the promises of Yah. Now that's why it's very important for us not to lean to our understanding. Even somebody come tell us anything, it's always good for us to pray. You know what the problem with many of us is? We'll hear somebody say something, and we'll we we the same way. We'll just go ahead and do it. I just seen so many men tell a woman, "Well, you my wife." God said, "You was my wife." And she believed that. And then he's whooping her, cheating on her, made her life hard, or vice versa. You my husband. That's what God said. Yo, y'all said. And then her life hard, she's running out to and fro up and down the earth on you. You even got people who come become part of a assemblies and say, you know, well, y'all led me here. Then as soon as they get mad, we gone. Well, we'll sit before Yah and make a covenant. We'll sit before Yah and come together and, and, and just out of their feelings now. But then as soon as something happens, as soon as something go on, they'll leave. And you don't think that the most high gonna deal with you on that. You promised. And Saul sought to slay them in his zeal to the children of Israel and to Judah. In his zeal, so they mean that Saul was jealous of them, envious of them. And sought to get rid of them. And he thought, I guess because he was the king, that Yah was gonna that was gonna please Yah. No, they had already made a promise. Wherefore, David said unto the Gibeonites, what shall I do for you? And wherewith shall I make the atonement? Because it's got to be some bloodshed. Life for life. Because you killed some of them, we got to have that revenge back. That you may bless the inheritance of Yah. So, so Israel's family was because of how they did somebody wrong. And the only the ones who they did wrong got to bless them to, to be able to have they're blessed to come at the floor. Ain't that something? We think, listen to this because I think I think we think we, we get away with stuff. We think we can do somebody wrong and keep on going on with our lives and we ain't got to fix that. And we think it's all right. You can, you can put your life at a standstill and even make your life hard based on you lying, based on how you treating people, based on you being envious of people, not liking folks, hating on them, talking about them, going behind their back, doing things. Listen, you made a promise. And not only a covenant to the people, but you also made a promise to Yah. Remember that the most I said, Israel stood at Mount Horea one when he gave in the 10 words. You made a covenant when you, when you, when you, you said whatever he said, we're going to do. I mean, who are your mighty one who brought you out? Let me show y'all something. Moses reminded them real good. Moses, look here, Moses wasn't playing with them. Moses reminded them what they said. Yeah. Didn't Moses remind them what they said? Moses said, I stood between y'all. 
and y'all came down here and started saying this right here and, and, and telling you about 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 the covenant and about about, about what you keeping and and, 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 and and let's look here. And these words are who I spake unto you, and these words are who I spake unto all your assembly in the mount out of the midst of the fire of the cloud and of thick darkness with a great voice, and he added no more. And he wrote them in the two tables of stone and delivered them unto me. And it came to pass when you heard, when you heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness from the mountain, for the mountain did burn with fire, that you came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders, and you said, Behold, Yahuwah Almighty one have showed us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day the Elohim do talk with man, and he liveth. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of Yahuwah Almighty one anymore. Then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh? They have heard the voice of the living Elohim speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and live. Go thou near and hear all the Yahuwah, our mighty one, shall say, and speak thou unto us, all the Yahuwah, our mighty one, shall speak unto thee. And what, what they say? And we will hear it and do what? And do it. And when y'all said that, y'all heard you. Do you think because y'all told somebody to say something and they came and told you what y'all said that you still exempt not to obey because you didn't hear y'all say it for yourself? That's a lame excuse to have. Because when they said that, even though y'all didn't like that, and, and, and he was, and he was, they were um have a heart to hear him. This is what he still told Moses because he heard what they said. But as for these stand out here by me. And I'll speak unto you all the commandments and statutes and the judgments, which they which you shall do what? Teach them that they may do do them in the land, which I swear to give for position. So check this out. So once y'all's word go forward, and we make an agreement, a covenant to keep y'all's word. Don't you know that when you don't do y'all's word? And you back up off of it because your envy or because your zeal or because you don't like the person who y'all got with you. Did you just quit it like that? Now we go together now. Now we married now. You just can't even walk away like that. Now, now, now because if you do, you're going to suffer the consequences. You're going to pay the price. Breaking covenant is a hard thing. Anybody, you know, I, 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 I've heard people in time past say about getting married and divorcing. And, you know, I've never heard people who really love their spouse and divorce from their spouse ever say in the good. Some folks battle with depression. Some folks battle with financial difficulties. Credit get real bad. Times get hard. Life get difficult. Life ain't the same no more. Why? Because they broke a covenant. And when that covenant was broke, a part of them was going with it. What do you think happens when we break covenant? You think that we walk away scot-free? Dre is scot-free, still a slave. No matter how much you want to fight for your freedom. And that would happen. 
So the Gibeonites said, well, look here. You can't give us no money. We don't want no money. Because they remember what they said from the beginning. To be there with us. Let me let me tell y'all something. Joshua didn't got tried the same time. The, 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 the same thing. Let's go go here. The Gibeonites, even, even though the Gibeonites deceived them, we your service, we here. We 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 gonna we we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna um be here. They said, ain't none of y'all gonna be free then from being bonds. You hear them? And they said, we, we look here, we, we don't want y'all to destroy us. We was afraid for our lives. So we here, and we ain't going nowhere. And, 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 and they had to leave them alone. So now, check this right here. Now Israel is obligated to them. <clears throat> so now Israel got to protect them, provide for them, be there with them, for them, because of their word they say. Look at Joshua 10, beginning at verse 1. Now it came to pass when Adonis Adik, king of Jerusalem, had heard how Joshua had taken Ai and had utterly destroyed it, as he had done to Jericho and her king. So he had done to Ai and her king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and war among them. That they feared greatly. Y'all see that? Because of Gibeon. That they feared greatly because Gibeon was a great city, as one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai. And all the men therefore were mighty. And they seen these folks submit to Israel because they didn't want to be destroyed. They got afraid. So what are they going to do now? Strike woe. Wherefore Adonis the king of Jerusalem sent unto Hoham king of Hebron and unto Param king of Jarmuth and unto Japhia king of Lachish and unto Debir king of Eglon saying, come up unto me and help me that we may smite Gibeon. Smite who? Gibeon. They ain't trying to fight Israel. They're trying to fight Gibeon. For it have for it have made peace with Joshua and with the I want to show y'all something in a second. And with the children of Israel. Because let me let me, let me say it before I even get to the reading. Because once you make the league in the covenant, you involve Yah. If you do it in front of Yah. So when you provoke Israel to fight. Guess we got to fight for Israel. So when so so when when Joshua prayed to ask Yah to make the sun stand still, there was Yah helping them get fight them people for Gibeon. It wasn't just because Israel was fighting; it because Israel and Yah had to go take up for Gibeon, the stranger. Come up unto me and help me. That we might smite Gibeon, for it have made peace with the children of Joshua. It have made peace with Joshua and the children of Israel. Therefore, the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of England, got themselves together and went up, they and all their hosts, and encamped before Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon said unto Joshua, to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Slack not thy hand from thy service. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And Yah said to Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall a man of them stand before thee. 
And Joshua therefore came unto them suddenly and went up to Gilgal all that night, and Yah discomfited them before Israel, and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon, and chased them along the way to go up over Beth Haran and smote them to Azekah until Macadah. Now, who doing this? Yah. Yah done whooped them and, 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 and slaughtered them and chased them. Y'all running behind him getting at him. Now all this is because the Gibeonites give you, give you called Joshua to come help them. And Joshua them are obligated to help them. Why? Because they made a league with them. And it came to pass as they fled from before Israel and were, and were in the going down to Beth Hanan, Beth, Beth Hanan, Horon, Yahuwah cast down great stones from heaven upon them until Ezekiel, and they died, and they and, and they were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Then said Joshua unto Yahuwah, and they were Yah delivered of the Amorites before the children of Israel, and he said in the sight of Israel, son, stand thou still upon Gibeon. Don't let the sun even go down over here. Until we get finished getting at them. And moon, and thou moon in the valley of a jailer, and the sun stood still in the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about a whole day. <laughs> Y'all see this? And these men got killed, got Peter Road, as Scarface used to say back in the day. Got, got 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 it done to them, and why they got it done to them like like that is because they attacked the Gibeonites who made a league with Israel. Now 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 now, now you know they broke Torah. Men and vows. Saul broke Torah. Saul broke Torah by what he did. It's not just what he did, you know what I'm saying, to the uh, to give night. It's the vow that they made that Yah said, we got to keep this vow. And it's something they did before Yah. And Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which Yahuwah have commanded. If a man vow vow unto Yahuwah or swear an oath to buy his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. So when you come forth saying you're going to do something and you don't do it, y'all going to deal with you. We think we can just make covenant with people and just leave them alone and, and like y'all forgot what you said. You stood for y'all, you prayed about it. Everybody worship and believe y'all was going to do it. And then all of a sudden you through with it. And you think that because, because you ain't you ain't in the land that they ain't got to be honest. They weren't in the land when y'all made that commandment. 
They were still on the other side of Jordan. They hadn't gotten to the land yet. It ain't got nothing to do with your location. It has all to do with what you said, and you said it before y'all. And you wonder why life gets hard sometimes for you. And why because you got to keep to what you say and you got to get it right when you break it. That's heavy down. I guess I reckon everybody quiet all of a sudden. You know, because many, 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 what's the main vows and, and, and have not been true to what we say? I know I got some folks that broke their vows with me and think it's a wrap. Oh, <laughs> no. That ain't how that work. You should have said what you said. Y'all got people you, you done made vows to or you done broke some vows about. I'm always be there for you. I'm riding with you. I ain't going to never step from you. Father, right now, hold me accountable for it. Mm -hmm. Or well, I'm coming to come to be there with y'all. We're gonna tie we're gonna tie with y'all. We're gonna give. We're gonna we're gonna support. And you ain't supporting y'all. Or you stop when your attitude got bad. Or y'all led me another way. Or well, I'm going over here now. And we think this thing is gonna be all right. Let me, let me bring something out to y'all that's real here about this thing here, though. This years later. The day was established on the throne. Look here at 30 years old. They were the old man right here. Saul been dead for a long time. Years. More than 20, guarantee you. And yet it still it came back. And we think it's all right. <laughs> and the giving I said unto him, we will have no silver. Can't no money take this right here back. This, these lies that, 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 that John took out and breaking your covenant. And the giver I said unto him, we will have no silver nor gold of Saul, nor of his house, neither shall you kill any man in Israel. And he said, what you, should, what you, say, to, what you say, that will I do for you. And the answer the king, the man that consumed us and the device uh, against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the coast of Israel because you're jealous, jealous of we, we, and we ain't did nothing to you. Let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us and we will hang them up unto Yah and Gibeah of Saul, whom Yah did choose. And the king said, I will give them and it's only right See, it seems like that'd be a harsh thing to do. But people this right here, ain't what Saul did harsh? You know how many of our minds think, though, we think it's harsh for the retaliation or we think it's harsh for the punishment, but never think it's harsh for the crime. Like a man robbing a store and can't, and the first time getting in trouble, you rob that store, first time getting in trouble, you get a life sentence, and you crying about the, 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 the time too tough. But you don't show no accountability for your actions. Or let's peep this story out. This is a good story I want to use. This one, Genesis 4. Cain didn't show no accountability. Let's read something. I'm going to show you something. Cain didn't show no accountability. We're going to start at verse 8. Genesis 4 and 8. 
And the Cain and Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And Yahuwah said to Cain, Where's Abel, your brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my, am I my brother's keeper? I reckon he gets smart with him. I don't know where he admires keeper. And he said, What have you done? What hast thou done? The voice of your brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. And now thou art thou art cursed. Look at the punishment and look at Cain's reaction. And tell me how many times you see him say he was sorry. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which have opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. And when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. Look at Cain's response. I don't hear him say he's sorry. I don't hear him say I ain't mean to do it. I don't hear him say please forgive me. He 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 just still concerned only by himself. Showing no accountability. And Cain said to Yahuwah, my punishment is greater than I can bear. But but wait a minute now, when you what you kiss your brothers though, you don't think that's harsh? He can't even come back from what you did to him. And he ain't got no bounce back ability from that. He dead. You didn't brought pain to your mama. You didn't brought pain to your daddy. You didn't brought a whole lot of ache, hurt to y'all. And here you is old and still concerned about you. And Cain said unto Yahuwah, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth. And from thy face shall I be here. And I shall be a fugitive and a beggar bun in the earth. And it shall come to pass. They were one that find me. Should sleep and they are scared and concerned about what's going to happen to you. But you wasn't too much caring about what happened to your brother. And see Yah's mercy. And Cain said unto, and Cain said, therefore, uh, uh, and Yahweh said, therefore unto, uh, uh, said therefore unto him, therefore whoso, whosoever slay Cain, and, and, and vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And Yah said, they mark upon Cain, lest any man find him to kill him. That's why I say too, before I even go back in the public, that having two wives can't be right. I'm going to show you how, why I say this. So me, Malachi, I just talking about because now when Cain killed Abel, the only one that's having children is Cain, and Cain hid from Yah. Cain don't even know Yah. Cain they ain't even praying. And Lamech, one of Cain's descendants, killed them two men. He had two wives. Where they could so nobody was seeking Yah. So Cain's disobedience and his murder of his killing his brother caused a disarray and everything because when nobody finding Yah, and every man was doing right his own eyesight. It wasn't until they had a son named Seth. And then Seth had a son named Enos. Then men be called on the name of Yah again, years later. That's why I say it's wrong. But see, Cain showed no accountability. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm up for debate on it. <laughs> because Cain showed no accountability for his actions. 
He only cried because of the punishment. Like many of us do. We don't understand what's going on, but we'll show enough to cry, but we got to get that whooping. They didn't get there. They laughing at me. And why is it like this? And why is it like that? I'm getting hit with a ball bat. Why is it rough for me? But never take into account of the oath you made. Like Ecclesiastes or Sirach Fire say, because you don't, because you don't get punished from them. I just read that to y'all. Cause a lot of folks, you know what I'm saying? We think I just be talking. I'm just gonna show it to you. That way you ain't gotta, you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna argue, you gotta argue with y'all. It can't be me who you it can't it, 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 it can't continue to keep being me who you arguing with. <laughs> we just look at it. Ecclesiastes 5, Sirach 5. Because we think that if we do something and don't nothing happen then, we didn't got away with it. No, that ain't how that works in these days and times. That ain't how it works. You, 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 better, you better repent. That's my that that's my suggestion. If you if you if, if if you haven't been punished for it yet, repent and make it right before that trouble come. That way it ain't gotta show up. But if you have been punished for it, get it right still. Ecclesiastes of Sirach, five again in verse one <clears throat> says this: set your heart upon your goods and say, nah, I have enough of my life. Follow not your own mind and your strength to walk in the ways of your heart. And say not who shall control me for my works. For Yahuwah will surely revenge your pride. Say not I have sinned and what harm has happened unto me. Yahuwah is long-suffering. He will no wise let you go. He just allowed you to get yourself together real quick. Concerning propitiation, be not without fear to add sin unto sin. I mean, it was doing what David did. He didn't hit Bathsheba. Here you arrived, he thought he was straight. He's adding sin unto sin. Cause didn't happen to him the first time. He kept going, hit this man, killed. Then it just pleased y'all. Y'all came and dealt with him. You need to think about that. Cause to keep doing something wrong don't mean you're getting away with it. It just means more licks. And say not his mercy is great. He will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. For mercy and wrath come from him. And his indignation rests upon sinners. Make no tarrying to turn to Yahuwah. And put not all from day to day. For suddenly shall wrath, the wrath of Yahuwah come forth. And in your security, you shall be destroyed. And perish in the day of vengeance. Ain't that song? I think that's, I, I, I think that right there in and of itself is heavy. And something to think about. Because it don't, it don't matter how long it was, no matter how, it don't matter how long it was until something happened, something happened. And because of Saul's disobedience, 
seven of his sons who ain't had nothing to do with nothing died. Had to be hung up because of, because of the given nice they killed who ain't did nothing. They had to die. Then you got seven men who are really innocent die because of you. People who really did nothing are struggling and suffering and got to go through something and lose all because of your own dis your disobedience. Think about that. And we talk about I ain't no role model. I, I myself, you live more than just for yourself. This is this 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 is your own mind. Well, Aiken did what he did. He called thirty six men to die. They didn't steal that. He did that. How do you think you exempt when y'all no respect to persons? If he'll bless everybody, you don't think he'll whoop everybody? He even all the way through. <laughs> Let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us, and we will hang them up unto Yahuwah and Gibber of Saul, whom Yahuwah did choose. And the king said, I would, I would give them. But the king, he spared Mephibosheth because of the covenant he made with Jonathan. Praise Yah, ain't it? Let's read it. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because Yah's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. But the king took the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, whom she bare unto Saul. So now, you got a mama crying. Because two of her sons got to die. And our, mon and our, our money and Mephibosheth and the five sons of Machal, the daughter of Saul. That's David's wife. Remember the man that was running behind the crime? She had five kids by him. Whom she brought up or, or, or she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzillai, the Meholiathite. And he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them in the hill before Yah. And they, and they fell all seven together and were put to death in the days of harvest, in the first days in the beginning of the barley harvest. When is the barley harvest? Y'all see that these men had to die in order for y'all to start blessing again. Anybody ever wonder why their life is dry? Well, you got a famine in your life. What is it you said you was going to do? You stopped doing. Who'd you try to get rid of or cross out? Think about that. And he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites and they hanged them, y'all. In the here before Yah. Yah said, do it too. Yah told David what was going on. We got Yah misunderstood. He's just. He moved beyond his feelings. 
he do what's right. He's a keeper of his word. He is fit for you to be the same way. He on his word above his name. And Rizpah, the daughter of Aiyah, took the sackcloth and spread it upon and spread it for her upon the rock from the beginning of harvest until water dropped upon them out of heaven. It started raining. Y'all let the rain come down when these men died. How the saw was going. Everybody said my fever shift. And spread it, and spread it up on the rock from the beginning of the harvest until the water dropped, dropped upon them out of heaven, and suffered neither the birds of the air to rest on them uh, by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. And it was told David what Rispa, the daughter of Ai, the concubine of Saul, had done. And David took the bones of David, and David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, from the men of Jabesh Gilead, which had stolen them from the street to, to Beth Shan, where the Philistines had hanged them when the Philistines had slain Saul and Gibor. And he brought up from thence the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, and they gathered the bones of them that were hanged. And the bones of Saul and Jonathan his son buried there in the country of Benjamin and Zalah in the sepulchre of Kish's father, and they performed all the king commanded. After that, Elohim was entreated for the land. Um, things got right. Y'all, this is important. This is a very valuable lesson. By breaking your promises, breaking your oath, by being envious of people. But not keeping your word. Once you break up your open, you you see him as full of what y'all, and you allow people to persuade you, to, or you allow individuals to persuade you to do the same thing they did, because based on what they said, like y'all wasn't gonna deal with you. Y'all gonna still deal with you. Because you don't let nobody persuade you from doing the will of y'all. You said before y'all, this is beyond how you feel. This is a covenant. It's like a man and a woman being married. Y'all could be married. You could be mad at me. We still married. I don't care nothing about that. As soon as you get finished being mad, you're going to stop being mad. You're going to want to be around me. Just, just to show as well, when you stop being happy, you're going to be upset with me. It don't mean we go nowhere. It don't mean we step out and I start getting with women or you start getting with men or we start beating on each other. No, you stick with it and get beyond how you feel. It wouldn't come down to your brother. David and Jonathan made an open for y'all. We just heard about that. They had that talking for y'all when concerning the new moon when he took the air. They, 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 they made an oath and prayed before y'all. Jonathan went to the street and Saul started dogging his mama out. Through a javelin to him and everything. He wasn't going to let that man kill his, kill his friend. He made a promise toward him. 
And then even when they was trying to go find him in the woods, just knew where he was at, went and met him, and they went to his house. And David ate when they died. So when he was in King Tame one k he called, was it Zibble? So who is, who's still at Saul's house? We can look out for. And they talking about the little five-year-old boy got put on his feet when he was a little boy. Got get, the boy when he was five got put on his feet he became lame. And even when Absalom went against him and Zippa and, and Zip met him because when people say to my maybe y'all for the restore the kingdom back, even, even David had the right to get rid of him then when he came back, he still kept him there. And made him spread half, half of everything with Zippa. But he never did break his word to what he had told Jonathan regardless of how he felt about it. A lot of times we allow our passions to override our reasoning. I'm going to read something else to y'all real quick about something. And then we'll go to the next one. That's, this is something that's serious. Because many of us, man, we just be saying things completely out of our feelings. Just be talking. Good game. I'm talking, I'm talking about good game talk, too. Man, I'm going to be there for you. I had a man one time came and told me, man, we're going to stay here, man, with you, man. We, we ain't never heard this word before. And, man, this, this is wow, powerful, whatever. Tom McDaniel. He said, he said, he, he said, oh, well, he's going to get his finger worked on and come back from surgery. We ain't seen him in seven, eight years now, since that day. I ain't had no problem with him. I ain't had no disagreement with him. He just didn't come back. He told a lie. Shout a text message to me. And you, you think that's okay? <laughs> you just should have said you missed it. See, making up stuff, saying things. I love y'all. We love y'all. And we, and we ain't seen you since. Y'all sit me here. I'm going to be here. Oh, I'm going to stay. It's important I ain't seen you since. I've been looking at the daytime, the daytime with a flashlight. Still can't find you. Because what we be doing, what we be doing is saying things out of our passions and not thinking them through. Yeah, what man going to sit here and build, and build a house without counting the calls? Let me tell you what P.C. Eskel said. I mean, Maccabees said, four Maccabees one and one. Then what he said, as I'm going to demonstrate a most philosophical proposition, namely that observant reasoning is absolute master of the passions, I will willingly advise you to give the utmost heed to philosophy. For reason is necessary to everyone as a step to science. And more especially, it embraces the praise of prudence, the highest virtue. If then reasoning appears to hold me, excuse me, if then reasoning, reasoning appears to hold the mastery over the passions which stand in the way of temperance, such as gluttony and lust, it surely also and manifestly has to rule over the affections which are contrary to justice, such as malice, and of those which are hindrances to manliness as wrath and pain and fear. How then is it perhaps some, how then is it perhaps some may say that reasoning 
if rule the affections is not also master of forgetfulness and ignorance. They attempt a ridiculous argument. <laughs> For reasoning does not rule over its own affections, but over such as are contrary to justice and manliness and temperance and prudence, and yet over these so as to withstand without destroying them. I might prove to you for many other considerations that observing it reasoning is so master of the passions. But I shall prove it with the greatest force from the fortitude of Eleazar and seven brethren and their mother who suffered death in defense of virtue. For all these contemning pains, even unto death, by this contempt demonstrated that reasoning has command over the passions. That means you ain't got to give in how you feel you can do what's right, period. Regardless of what you're dealing with and going through, you keep your word. For their virtues, then is it right that I should commend those men who died with their mother at this time in behalf of rectitude and for their honors, I may count them happy? For they, winning at my admiration, not only from men in general, but even from the but even from the persecutors, for their manly for their manliness and endurance became the means of destruction of the tyranny against their nation, having conquered the tyrant by their endurance, so that by them their country was purified. But we may now at once enter upon the question, having commenced as as having commenced as is our want with laying down the doctrine or the teaching and so proceed the account of these persons giving glory to the all-wise Elohim. The question therefore is what a reason is absolute master of the passion. Let us determine then what is reasoning and what is passion and how many forms of the passion and what a reasoning bears sway over all these. Reasoning is then intellect accompanied by a life rectitude put in form of the consideration of wisdom. And wisdom is a knowledge of divine and things of men and to their causes. And this is contained in the education of the Torah by, by means of which we learn divine things reverently, rever said. Thank you. Reverently, and these of men profitably. And the forms of wisdom are prudence and justice and manliness and temperance. The lead, the leading one of these is prudence. By whose means indeed it is that reasoning bears rule over the passions. Of the passions, pleasure and pain are the most are, are the two most comprehensive. And they also by nature refer to the soul. And there are many attendant affections surrounding pleasure and pain. Before pleasure is lust. And after pleasure, joy. And before pain is fear. And after pain is sorrow. Wrath is an affection coming to pleasure and to pain. If anyone would pay attention when it comes upon him. I guess it's really dealing with emotional intelligence too, huh? And there exists in pleasure a malicious disposition, which is the most, which, which is the most multiform of all the affections. 
and and the soul, in the soul, it is arrogance, the love of money, the vaingloriousness and contention and faithfulness and the evil eye. In the body, it is greediness and gourmandizing and solitary gluttony. As pleasure and pain are, therefore, two growths of the body and the soul, so there are many offshoots of these passions. And reasoning, the universal husband man, purging and pruning these severely and, 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 and binding around, and watering and, and transplanting in every way improves the materials of the morals and affections. For reasoning is the leader of the virtues, but it is the sole ruler of the passions. Observe then first, through the very thing which stands in the way of temperance, that reasoning is absolute ruler over the passions, of the passions. Now temperance consists of a command over lust. But of the lust, some belong to the soul, others to the body. And over each of these classes, the reason appears to bear sway. For whence is it otherwise that when urged on the forbidden meats, we reject the gratification which we would which which would ensue from them? Is it not because reason is able to command the appetites? I believe so. You understand that? The forbidden meats, the pork chop, the pork rib, the shrimp, the lobster, the caviar, no matter how good it smells, no matter how good you think it may taste, you're going to think about it and hide these pieces y'all, what you going to do? You're not going to eat it. So that means your reason does have control over your passions. And not just when it comes down to eat, it's just, this is one example. Hence it is then that when lusted after water, animals and birds and four-footed beasts and all kinds of food which are forbidden us by the Torah, we withhold ourselves through the mastery of reasoning. For the affections of our appetites are resisted by the tempered understanding and bent back again and, the, and all the impulses of the body are reined in by reasoning. So y'all guess what? When you want to sit here and, and, and break your word because of how you feel, I think you should pull them strongholds down and think things through before you make a decision that can cause trouble for you and your life and everyone around you, especially your family. But what we do is we allow our emotions to cloud our sound judgment. That's why it's never good to have sex with an individual until after you marry them. Sex don't constitute marriage. You don't see anyone knowing about it. They just had sex. They first you gotta give a bride price. You gotta go to that woman's husband, I mean father. That's the order of y'all. And so when you do it different, you didn't broke the commands of Yah. But what we do, we'll we be like, be honest, we, 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 what, what, what are they saying these times? Try for your buying. Get the goods first, see if you like it. That's crazy. We'll make the decisions because we harden our draws. 
or we'll slap, slap somebody down or pull their pistol out because we mad at somebody. We'll, we'll straightway break the commands of Yah and break covenant and do the absolute opposite based on how we feel. Just the way we'll make a decision to do something Yah didn't say and put his name on it based on how we feel. Where all of us have self-control. And for y'all who didn't understand that, what I just read in, 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 in them terms, I'm going to get to you in labor terms to where you can't understand it then. First Timothy 1 and 7. Fear. For Elohim have not given us a spirit of fear. Fear did with your passions. Not just scared of people, scared to walk on faith, scared to do anything, scared to step out, scared to obey because you're scared of what's going to happen, what they're going to say, how they're going to feel. So you're scared. That's your passions. Them your feelings. But y'all gave us power and love and self-discipline or a sound mind. He gave you reasoning. He gave you the ability to overcome and withstand and to stand. And he allowed you to have faith. To every man is given a measure of faith. I'm just trying to help y'all out. And I hit myself as well at the same time. <laughs> So listen, so 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 think about that, y'all. It might be a little tight, but it's still right. So then they go back to war with the Philistines, and they and, and they they have the they they fight giants. Excuse me, I'm gonna go to 22. But the only thing I see from him is that David didn't fought giants, got rid of the remnant of Goliath. That y'all allowed the man named David to overcome every giant in his life. But I want to bring a principle out as well, though, to help y'all see something. Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again with David. And David went down in his service with him and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint because David was getting old right here. It's time for him to chill out a little bit. And Ish, ben, and Ish but Ben Noah, which was of the sons of the giants, the weight of the, the weight of whose spear weighed 300 shekels of brass in weight. He being girded with a new sword, got him a new sword, thought to have slain David, want to kill David. But Abishai, the son of Zeruah, secured him and smote the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt go no more out with us to battle, that thou quench not the light of Israel. You see that? This is the principle I want to bring out behind that. That when you see your brothers can't fight, or you see them getting weary, and you see them trying to fight, and they getting weary in their fight, you should pick up the pace and help them. He secured David, make sure he was straight, and he shoot a giant for him. But most of us, though, from a spiritual point of view, will leave the other individual high and dry. Yeah, we'll leave him high and dry. It ain't no need bragging on how you've been a friend to somebody. You know, I've been friends to a lot of people who ain't been friends to me. So I can speak from this point of view, not bragging on me, but I've seen folks leave me high and dry. And you probably spend yourself leaving folks high and dry. You yourself probably left somebody high and dry in their most vulnerable moments when you see them being tired, but still trying to fight. 
a principle and a law of grace should always be others first above yourself. Mashiach said, any man going to follow me, got to say no to him. If you're going to follow me, you got to say no to yourself. Pick up your stake and follow me. You know why he said that? Because he did that. When he followed y'all, he said no to himself, or else he wouldn't have been able to give his life for you. And they told, look here, you, you can't go fight no more because we don't want you to die in battle. We don't want you to quench. We don't want to have the light in Israel quenched. But y'all know how we do. We'll leave each other alone. But when you're facing your giants, you're trying to fight your giants, and you can't overcome them giants, or you see them, and you fighting them giants, and you see your brother getting get, 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 getting weary in his fight with them giants, then you yourself should help your brother fight them giants. And help them rid all the problems in their life. By being a help for them, no matter, no matter how strong and how mighty and how skilled the giant is, no matter how difficult the situation is in their life they're going through, be there for them. I can bring that out then again. And and, and there was a battle again. And there was again a battle in gold with the Philistines. Where El Hanan, the son of Jair, uh, Jair, uh, J.R. Orgin, the Abethamite, slew the brother of Goliath the Gittite. The staff of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. He is precise. He can throw that thing for it and, and, and give it to you. But he was defeated. And there was yet another a, a battle in Gath where there was a man, where, where, where a man, where, where was a man, a great statue. And on every hand, six fingers, fingers, and on every foot, six toes. Four and twenty in number. And he was also born of the giants. And so he defied Israel. Jonathan, the son of Shemel, the brother of David, slew him. David's nephew. You see his family being there for him? Abishai, one nephew, his sister, brother. And then you got Jonathan, his brother's brother's son. Man, we leave our family high and dry. <laughs> Look, he'll run away from him quick, won't have him out. Won't be there for him in the lowest moments. Leave him alone, and we start still going through, start saying shame on you. I knew you was like that. Ha, 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 you must have sinned against y'all. But sometimes folks go through battles to see if you're going to help. How many of y'all going to help me in my battle? Don't worry, the question go my way as well. The principle of love, being there for one another, helping each other out through the difficult times in life. These who were born to the giant and Gath and fed by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Why? Because they all fought together. We sit here and turn our backs. I'm about, look here. It's so terrible of us to have that kind of mindset. Give me one more chapter, y'all, and I'm going to end it. And David spake unto y'all. I'm going to let Isaiah read this right here, y'all, because he asked me when I get to let him read it. So come on, son. <laughs> David spoke to Yah in the words of this song in the day that Yah had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, Yah is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the Elohim of my rock, and him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. 
I will call on Yahuwah, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. When the waves of death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon Yahuwah and cried to my Elohim, and he did hear my voice out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly. And he was seen upon the wings of the wind. And he made darkness pavilions around him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. Through the, through the brightness before him were coals of fire kindled. Yahuwah thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. And he sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and discomforted them. And the channels of the sea appeared. The foundations of the world were discovered at the rebuking of Yahuwah, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but Yahuwah was my state. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Yahuwah rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of Yahuwah and have not wickedly departed from my Elohim. For all his judgments were before me, and as for his statutes, I did not depart from them. I was also upright before him, and I've kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, Yahuwah hath recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his eyesight. With merciful, or with the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. Or with the upright man, you will show yourself upright. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the forward, you will show yourself unsavory. And the afflicted people you will save, but your enemies are upon the haughty. Excuse me, but your eyes are upon the haughty, that you may bring them down. For you are my lamp, O Yahuwah, and Yahuwah will light my darkness. For by you I have run through a troop, by my Elohim I have I leaped over a wall. As for Elohim, his way is perfect. The word of Yahuwah is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. For who is Elohim save Yahuwah? And who is a rock save our power? Elohim is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet, and he sets me upon the high places. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken in my arms. You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your gentleness has made me great. You have enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and destroyed them and turned not again until I have consumed them. And I have consumed them and wounded them, that they cannot arise. Yea, they are fallen under my feet. For you have girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me have you subdued under me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. They looked, but there was none to save. Even Yahuwah, but he answered them not. Even unto Yahuwah, but he answered them not. Then did I beat them as a small as small as the dust of the earth. I did stamp them as the mire of the street and did spread them abroad. 
you also have delivered me from the strivings of my people. You have kept me to be head of the heathen, a people which I knew not shall serve me. Strangers shall submit themselves unto me. As soon as they hear, they shall be obedient unto me. Strangers shall fade away, and they shall be afraid out of their close places. Close places. Yahuwah lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be Yah the Elohim of the rock of my salvation. It is Elohim that avenges me, and that brings down the people under me, and that brings me forth from my enemies. You have also lifted me up on high above them that rose up against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks unto you, O Yahuwah, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto your name. He is a tower of salvation for his king and shows mercy to his anointing unto thy weed and to his seed forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms dead. Uh, 18. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all see y'all hear that? Now, even looking at this, you know, David going through what he's going through, he had to go through something to even be able to say this. This just don't come just by you just him just picking you out and, and, and making it pass you. It's teaching you how to get right, how to fight, how to learn how to trust in y'all in the midst in the midst of adversity. David in a near, uh, near the end of his life, but he said, "Y'all say them out of the hand of all his enemies, and out of the hand of Saul." Hallelujah, y'all. Is his rock and his fortress and his deliverer. What's a fortress? A defense, a strong place, a council, a castle, a refuge. How would he know that if he ain't gone through nothing? Man, we got to go through the learn these things. Y'all is my rock, and him will I trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. Hallelujah. How many of us can call upon y'all to be there? I can't even go, go beyond this. This, this is this says it all. In order for us to be able to, to even to even be able to give y'all the praise, in order for us to be able to 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 be able to know that y'all can do these things, we gotta experience life and see y'all's deliverance. He gotta show you who he is, and then he'll come down and help you. David said when he cried to y'all, so y'all thunder from heaven and the most I uttered his voice. He said our arrows scattered them, lighted and discomforted them. When he heard him cry, he corrected everything that was going wrong at the blast of the breath of his nostrils and delivered David from his enemy and from them that hated him because they was too strong for him. And sometimes, let me tell you something, you would get some things that you can't get yourself out of that only y'all can bring you out. And I mean that now. That man, y'all will have you in a situation that only he can bring you out and people can't help you. 
You know, I've learned a lesson. Don't get intimidated by my business, by what I'm going through. Trying to get folks to feel sorry for me, to give me stuff and do for me. Because that shows a lack of faith. Sometimes calling on people say, hey, man, help me. I need you and I need you over here. That'll make them look down upon you, look bad at you. It won't help you. But man, when you're going through, you can talk to y'all. I've seen myself praying to my father because he is my friend, and I believe that with my whole heart. That I've seen myself praying and asking y'all to help us, to move in the right way. And I've seen him move just like that with the exact way that I pray, exactly how where I prayed it the very next day. Sometimes I see him move the same day. Sometimes he waited a little while before he moved to show me patience. And I had to go through it, but I've always seen y'all's deliverance. I ain't nothing but a young man, but I'm changing through my, just my young experiences in life. I've seen the father make ways because he is good like that. But I've seen him build and grow me up. Hallelujah. Look here what he said in verse 20. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. My team says they prevented me in the day of my calamity. But y'all was my stay. Yahuwah rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands, he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of Yah and have not wickedly departed from my God. My mighty one. I'm telling you, you hold on to him. You can trust in Yah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Yah, listen to me. You can trust in Yah. Man, I can't, I can't sit here and promise him he's going to bring you out tomorrow. Because I don't know what y'all got for your life as far as with the thing he's trying to cheat you and trying to grow you up in. He might have you in that position showing you something. So I don't know when he's going to bring y'all. But I can tell you this, when he see you fit and be ready, he's going to bring you to that next place. Just, just like Joseph. He had been in prison for a little while. He had been in prison right then 11 years. And him and the bacon and the butler coming down when he was in the pension for 11 years. Over a decade he was in that thing. And then one day while they, they, they had woke up, they sitting there with a puzzled look on their face. And he come in and said, what's going on? They tell me they both had some dreams. And he said, well, tell me about it. And he had told the baker, look, you're going to be dead in three days. And the birds will be eating, eating from your head. And then he had told that butler, he said, look here. You're going to get out in three days. You're going to be restored back to your position. But when you get out, remember me. I'm in here for no reason. There was Joseph himself trying to get out, but it wasn't y'all's will for him to go. Y'all made him stay two more years. But when he brought him out, he brought him out with a clean shave. Brought him out smelling fresh and put him before Pharaoh. And it's amazing how a man can go down out the penitentiary to become the king of Egypt. 
Same man that was 17 years old when he got sold as a slave, took from his daddy abruptly and made him a slave in part of his house. Took that man almost 20 years to get to the place that y'all had him. And he went through event after event after event. But y'all showed him how to be a man about the situation. So when the brothers came to him, he said, look here, he y'all sitting me here for your prosperity. To save your life. And that's why that's how y'all do it. He'll bring us through stuff, take us through stuff to develop our character. To make us into who he called us to be. So he'll he 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 he'll allow ways to be tried in your life. So when you do get to the place you need to be, you'll be able to say what David said. David said, for by me, for by thee, I mean, y'all, I have run through a troop. And for my mighty one, I leaped over a wall. As for Elohim, his way is perfect. His way is Talmud. Same way he told Abraham to be, ain't it? Same way he wants us to be. The word of Yahuwah is tried. You think Yahweh ain't going to be tried? Yahweh tried through the fire. Yahweh's word is tried in the midst of adversity. Anytime y'all got a word over your life, it's going to be tried in your life. And you got to learn how to sit past how you feel and learn how to put your trust in Yah and know that as for Yah, his way is Talmud. And the word of Yah is perfect, but he is a buckler. Man, what's a buckler? And, 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 and that the one that, that holds it all together for you? That's a defense, a protector? That's the one that keeps things up. But he's a buckler to them, to all them that trust in him. For who is our, for who is Elohim? Save Yah. Who is the power? Save Yah. Who is the rock? Except our Yah. Elohim is my strength and power and make and make of my way. Tell me. Man, I love you, Yah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He teaches my hands to war. Sort of bow steel. He teaches my hand to war. So that a bow of steel is broken in my arms, by my arms. Almighty, thank you for your compassion, your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Yeah, thank you for being with us. Oh. Regards to what goes on in our life, you good. You deliver us from everything we ever deal with. Now, a lot of us don't like the stuff we got to deal with. Don't like the things we got to go through. It don't feel good. But I know we can trust in you. I know you can make a way for us. I know you can deliver us. Almighty, we come before your presence in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, our master. We ask of you, y'all, to forgive us. Forgive us for the things that we've done. The things, you know, breaking vows. Not keeping our word, going against people, saying and doing things. 
walking away, quitting because of our feelings. Have mercy upon us. Reveal it to us, y'all, and help us to get it right. Help us to bring shalom and come out of these famines that we're in. To be able to walk in righteousness, to keep our word, to be true to what we say, to be true to you. Help us to continue to still overcome Almighty and face these giants that we have to fight. And then also, Almighty, help us to help each other fight as you want us to, to be there for one another, to be a support, to be a strength, to pray for each other, to love one another, to check on each other, to see if everything is all right. Yeah, we need you and we cannot make it without you. We can't overcome unless you help us to overcome. I pray for everybody on this line, y'all, that you would strengthen them. Help them to remain, to remain steadfast in prayer. To remain steadfast and focused and being in your word. To continue to seek your face to even fast. To hang on to you, to trust in you. In spite of what comes our way. And the fight to know that you are our shield and our buckler. That you have also given us a shield of, of your salvation and your gentleness have made us great. Like David said, it made him great. Help our foot, feet not to slip. And David said his feet had not slipped. Yeah, we trust in you and we love you. And you protect us, you will keep us. You will help us. You will not allow the adversary to overcome us. For we are more than conquerors than you. You are our strong tower. You are our strength. You are our salvation. You are a deliverer. You are a nurturer. You are a father as well. And we know that you discipline as well. Yeah, we love you. We thank you. I pray y'all for breakthrough. I pray for deliverance. I pray for healing. I pray, Almighty, that you begin to supply everybody's needs, make ways for them, open up doors for them. Help us not to forget your testimonies, not your Torah, not your statutes, not your commands. Help us to keep them close to our heart and cleave to you, knowing, y'all, that you are our strength, knowing that these things that you're taking us through are necessary for us to go through them in order for us to be overcomers, in order for us to be true effective witnesses, in order for us to know that your word is true, we got to endure, we got to we gotta embrace it, and we got to go through it. Y'all, thank you. I continue to ask, ask you all, Almighty, why you're cutting us back, because I know that all of us are getting cut back. Help us to be able to bear fruit, to be able to endure, to be able to hang on in there so we can produce much more fruit. Your word says we can ask what we will if we endure. If we if if you remain in us, your word remain in you. If if your word remain in us and we remain with you, we can ask what we will and it shall be done. Help us to remain in you. To seek your face, to 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 to, to, to latch up on you, to not allow depression and and and, and feeling sorry, having uh, self pity and pity parties. To not allow those things to get the best of us. To not have nervous breakdowns or, or emotional fits because we don't like it. But to give you the praise. To give you the esteem. To continue to, to pray to you. To continue to seek you 
why you deliver us, why you bring us out, and why you show us your ways. Thank you, Almighty, for being good to us. Thank you, Almighty, for being our strength. And thank you, Almighty, for bringing your deliverance. Yeah, we give you the praise that we magnify your set apart name, but you are truly good. And so we thank you and we love you, Almighty, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Yeah. Praise 